Hi, welcome to a Living in a Material World. Today, our guest is co-founder of Onda Beauty, Larissa Thompson. Welcome to our show today, and I'm so happy to have you as one of our guests today. Thank you. Please tell our guests a little bit about yourself and where you came from. Everyone, she's a true New Yorker, so we know that she's a powerful force. So get ready. This is going to be a fun interview. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like people have a slight misconception of what true New Yorkers are. But thank you for having me on. It's so lovely to be here and to see you. Yeah, I'm Larissa Thompson. I am co-founder of Onda Beauty. I grew up born and raised in New York City. So I've been there pretty much my whole life with the exception of college and a year after. So I was in fashion and magazines for a long time. So I went to college, I moved to the Bahamas, I moved back to New York and um, started working at Seventeen Magazine. And that started a 25-year journey in various magazines and publishing companies. And um, that ended at Condé Nast about say six years ago. I was the fashion market director of Self Magazine, actually. I just knew that that wasn't what my calling was. I had known that for kind of a long time. But, it, you know, it's hard in life to sort of take a, a leap, a jump. But I've always been sort of a risk taker. So I left the magazine world and I left all of that to spend some time to figuring out what I wanted my next step to be. And I always felt this draw to healthy living and wellness as it wasn't called that then, but is now, I suppose, and knew I wanted to start my own business, but I wasn't really sure exactly what I wanted that to be. And you know how sometimes something's just sitting right in front of you and you just are like, how did I not see this for so long? That's kind of what happened. I was shopping clean beauty products and I'd always tried to use natural products. I was shopping in the middle of the night and it just kind of was a lightning bolt moment where I knew I wanted to create a space where people felt like they could trust what they were buying was safe, somewhat natural, clean for themselves and their families in a space that, in an environment that felt very soothing, that felt stress-free, that felt visually appealing, that affected all your senses when you walked in. And at the time, I was just thinking brick and mortar. The whole idea downloaded in a flash. So the next day, I, I woke up and I said to my husband, who has a small advertising agency, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And I literally had no idea how to start a business or how to manifest or facilitate what I was imagining in my head. So he helped and he started connecting me with people. And simultaneously, I was also researching ingredients and learning so much about this area, which was that the FDA has pretty much almost no regulations on personal care products and ingredients. And the EU has banned something like 1,300 toxic ingredients and the US has banned, I think, 11 or 12. So it started to become very apparent that there was this gap in awareness. And I had all these friends who were eating organic and eating local and being vegan and everything, you know, was so healthy and pure. And yet then I'd see them giving their kid a chapstick or putting, you know, buying drugstore brand products, which I knew were really unhealthy and potentially linked to cancer and inflammatory disease and were endocrine disruptors and all of this. So it was kind of a moment of bringing all of that together, sort of what I was learning and the visual feel. You did nail it because the first time I ever walked into your store in Tribeca, I just felt this breath of refresh 
like I felt refreshed because I've been in retail in this world for 20 some odd years. And by that point, I think I'd been in it for 19 or 18 years. And when I walked in, I was like, oh, this is so good. No one has done it this way. No one has done it this way. I felt like a part of me was on holiday. I walked off of the streets of New York. And at that time, I had an apartment in Battery Park. So I like I literally just walked into your store and I just, like, felt so relaxed. It felt like I was shopping in my favorite shops in Ibiza or my favorite shops in Saint-Tropez. And I felt like you had transported me somewhere where all my stress at that moment was gone when I walked into your store. You see, I'm getting goosebumps as you're saying that because you can have all the best intentions and all the ideas, but then when they actually happen exactly the way you wanted, the way you mapped it out, you kind of can't believe it. It's because people say that all the time. They say exactly what I wanted them to feel, they feel. And and you're an example of that. So thank you. I'm glad that has that effect on you. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I and actually, I don't get impressed that much because I've been traveling for years going into boutiques. And so like when I walked in, I was just like, I actually called my boyfriend. I was like, oh, you're not going to believe it. The store is so great. And I took him to your store in Sag Harbor. Just recently, during the 4th of July weekend, we popped in, and I do have to say, you, you're so great at editing and curating, and also your team, like, I think it's Roweda that works there that I'm obsessed with. I know her daughter now, like, because every summer I spend, like, the day with her because I can't, like, leave your store, and I leave with all these bags of products. Oh, that's so great. I've been traveling to Mexico for, I guess, I don't know, 26 or 27 years now going to Tulum. And it's, you know, Tulum is, has had a, a large effect on me and my stress levels. Nowadays, it's become a different being altogether. But in the early days, when it was really calm, you know, when I would get there, my stress levels would come down. It was the sound, it was the smell, it was the the side of the ocean, all of that. And I wanted to try to recreate that. And so I brought in a lot of natural textures that I would see there frequently, like woven oversized lamps and rugs, woven rugs, seagrass rugs, and, you know, wood and glass and poured concrete and, and sort of make it a very sort of natural vibe. And at the time, people were telling me, no, 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 retail's dead, retail's dead. But I just had this intuitive knowing that retail wasn't dead. It was just transitioning into something else. And I think people don't really want a cold sort of sterile retail experience. They want to feel something. They want to feel that they're engaged and that they're actually experiencing something or they walk into a space and you walk into a space and you want to spend some time there, even if you're not sure why it's affecting you in a way that maybe you want to live there. And and that started happening too. People started saying, where's that lamp from? Where's that chair from? You know, who did this work? So now we have a book in each store so we can say, oh, you know, the rug is from there, the chair is from there. And so all of it was kind of really coming together. And then that's the background for, I've been curating or editing my whole life in magazines and fashion. So that's another thing I wasn't really expecting was that that would just come naturally. It wasn't thought out. It just sort of happened. You know, I know, okay, I like this. I don't like this. This People are going to like this. They're not going to like this. So, so that's how the edit started to happen. And really, we don't like to sell just for the sake of selling. What I try to instill the team with and what I love doing more than anything myself is being in the store or even on the phone with customers and trying to find something, a product that's going to be a great fit for them. And it's going to bring 
either a little or a lot of joy to their life, make their life easier in some way. And I think we do that really well. So I'm personally more likely to say, if you have a ton of products, don't buy anything, go home and finish it and then come back to me because I just want to make sure that that person's set up for success, whether they're looking for a body lotion or the most anti-aging serum we have or something that's going to make their hair look great. And a lot of times what happens is customers come in and they'll say, I don't do anything. I don't even wash my face. I just go right to sleep. And I'll say, well, just start with one thing. And then they come back and say, okay, I, now I find that I'm looking forward to that 10 minutes of my evening routine every single day. What should I do next? So we're also trying to create a way for people, women and men, to kind of carve out a little bit more time for self-care. And you think you're just washing your face or putting a moisturizer on, but it's so much more than that, right? Because the smell is affecting you and the feel is affecting you. And then you see the results and it's much more powerful than just washing your face. And I think that people are starting to be aware of that. So my favorite spot is to be smack in the middle of the store, kind of engaging with our community. And I really feel like it is a community and it keeps growing. And whether it's Australia or Tribeca or Sag Harbor, I'd like to think that it's the Onda experience, I guess I would say. I think that's the perfect way to put it. It is the Onda customer experience because you get it from the moment you walk in to your complete edit and curation of product, which is where I'm going to be moving into our next question. I was like, how do you go about choosing the brands that you curate and edit? Is there a process you go through or is there a way you navigate through all the brands that people send you? Or is it, are you constantly looking for newness? How do you buy for your store? I mean, I will say it's getting harder and harder because the market is just becoming so saturated. And I was just talking to our head of operations, Marilis, yesterday about, you know, she she also works on the brands with me. You know Marilis, I think. And, and um, it's just getting difficult because we're getting more and more brands sent to us. A lot of it's intuitive. I will say, you know, I look at the packaging first and because I'm such a visual person, I have a graphic design background and a background in magazines. So the visual is, it's not a deal breaker if it's not great, but I look at that first and I sort of tick the boxes mentally, I think one by one. And then I open the bottle and I smell it. And if it smells great and it looks great, that's two down. I feel it if it feels luxurious and delicious. That's another one. And then probably the most important is efficacy. So, and that's what's getting trickier because there's so many good products out there right now. I mean, there are a lot of not great products too, but what we try to do is if it, if it ticks all the boxes uh, as a brand or even, and, and I try not to, we'll look at a brand, but we look individually at each SKU or each product that brand has to offer. And if it ticks all the boxes, then I'll reach out to Naomi and say, hey, I'm going to have this sent to you. I want you to try it too, because obviously she's my partner and she has a really good sense for these things too. We value each other's opinions. But the other great thing about Naomi is she and I physically are kind of polar opposites, right? She's blonde and fair and has sensitive dry skin. I'm olive and darker and don't have sensitive or dry skin. So it's good to try and do we're always trying to create a really great balance of products, whether it's for hair or skin or body. I don't like to get products that seem like they're overlapping with other things. And then a customer says, well, if I get this face oil or this face oil or this face oil, like what's the difference? I have to be able to say what the difference is. 
So all of those things come into play. And then we don't generally take on an entire line of things unless we really absolutely feel like we have to because we love everyone. It's more about cherry picking. And I'm also always thinking like about what our customers ask us. A lot of our customers have dry skin. They have aging skin. They have rosacea. They have like maybe acneic or problematic skin. So I want to make sure we have enough that addresses all of those issues So we're just constantly trying, for me, it's constantly trying to create this balance of things where there's not a lot of overlap, but yet the curation always seems fresh and new, but you'll also always find your tried and true products that we stock that hopefully will never go away because people are always looking for those those items. And visually too, I think it's really important to me that when you walk into the store, I mean, I won't name names, but what sometimes I walk into a store and it's just overloaded with so many things on the shelves and maybe the testers are dirty and you can't tell what's what. And that's just not a great experience. I want, you know, each customer to be able to see what they're looking at, really sort of clean, organized way, and then have access to us to be able to start asking questions. So It's all of that. We do sometimes retire brands that aren't doing as well or they've been around for a while to just switch up and and make things a little newer. And like I said, there's so much new right now that it's hard. We have to be careful and just kind of, we have a lineup. Let's Let's put it that way. I like it. I love your arsenal of beauty products and lifestyle and wellness products in your store. It is. I've been overwhelmed myself because as a distributor and an agent for brands, we get close to like 26 brands a month sending us products. Sometimes it's like 30 and like literally behind Chilito's desk and behind mine and in our warehouse, I like so much product. It becomes too chaotic for me and I can't really experience or try things if there's just too much. And so when I walk into a store that is cluttered and has just so much There, I walk out. I love walking into an edit. I love walking into an experience. And I think what you've done differently than other retailers out there is you've created an experience and a destination so your customers want to come to feel relaxed, to feel like you've created an edit to see what else you're bringing in. And people always ask me, retail is dead. And I was like, I started in retail in the 90s and it's never dead. What's dead is how the experiences are dead. The customer service is dead. Now, if you have an experience in customer service, you're always going to have a customer coming through those doors. And you have that. That's right. And it's about authenticity, right? It's you want it to be authentic. You don't want somebody who's just, you know, selling you something, anything. And let's talk about the amazing facials you had, you know, before pandemic. Your facialist in Tribeca was like, oh, my God, I forgot her name, but she was so good. Is it Victoria or Kara? I think it was Victoria. She was like incredible. Like I was just like, ah, you know, you had that room in the back that was just so beautiful, that spa room. And I know that you have them also in your store in Sag Harbor. And so not only do you have this amazing assortment and curation, you also have these services. Are you still, are you starting to do those services again? Oh yeah. We, we've been doing them since last fall. 
Yeah, we just, we take a lot of precautions. You know, we have a very special air filter in all our rooms. And at that time, our estheticians were triply guarded, I think, you know, wearing the mask and the shield. And so, and, and, you know, nobody, everyone's been coming in and everyone seems fine making the decision to come get a facial. But yes, Victoria has been with us since the beginning. She was our first hire. And these things that happen, I know it sounds woo-woo, but it just always has felt meant to be with Onda. You know, she came in minutes after I was saying, we really just need to find a good esthetician. And she literally walked in the door like a few minutes after and introduced herself. But she was responsible for creating the original protocols for our facials, which are connected to specific brands. So we have one facial in the beginning, one that was around the Marie Veronique brand and one around Audacity. Since then, we've really expanded on, she sort of leads the charge and always oversees the protocols, if not writing them herself, or she works with the brands. Like right now we're bringing on Tata Harper facials, which is really exciting. And they already have their protocols, but, you know, we've been working with them to sort of merge the two ideas, Tata Harper with Onda. And we use clean, result-driven, effective, active brands. We always combine those brands with different modalities like oxygen machine, LED, plasma pen. So things that are going to show real results, but are non-invasive. I think we've become sort of known for doing really special, very relaxing, result-driven facials that are kind of bringing you all the things that that you want. I mean, often I see somebody come out of the room like they're on drugs. <laughs> like, do I have to go? I'm like, well, you can come back. So that that's always a good sign when I see somebody stumbling out of the room. And sometimes it'll be like a celebrity or, you know, the head of some major business. I'm like, whoa, okay. Because I don't always see them going in, but I'll catch them coming out. The word is getting around and we love that. It's just an extension of what we offer in the shop, in the retail portion of the shop. That's fantastic. I know that you had mentioned you also have the store in Australia. How does that work being so far away from the store in Australia? We were very involved and we have weekly global staff meetings. And yes, we... We oversee that. It's a. am not going to lie. It's definitely more difficult to not have direct access or be able to hop over there any second. But we have somebody new, actually, who is sort of the director over there, and she's managing everything. It's just right now is hard because they are still in lockdown, and they are, you know, on a different level of experience with COVID than, than we are, obviously. So... It's a whole different ballgame. And managing that is tricky, but it's a beautiful store. It's a beautiful environment. We have really great people there, great estheticians. Um, like I said, our, our manager there is, you know, she works tirelessly to make sure that Onda is represented in the way we represent it here. So it's difficult, but we're getting there. If we can just get through this, time in life and in the world and get out the other side, I think maybe it'd be a little easier. 
Well, no, I was just saying that to my team. I was like, well, you know, we're coming out of it slowly. I feel that we are, but, you know, every time we get closer out of it, I always feel like there's an obstacle in front of every, especially business entrepreneur and small business owners. And that's why I love shopping locally. And I love shopping in boutiques more than major department stores, just because I grew up with entrepreneurial parents. And I just love the experience because the owner takes so much pride in what they bring in and they know more about the products than some of these other retailers that you go into because they actually edit it. They've tried it. They know the ingredients, they know the efficacy, you know? And so that's kind of you feel so safe and your managers run the shops like, like it's their own, you know? And so I love that about shopping in your store. Like the managers, like, I feel like they're the owner of the shop in their little market. And it's so gorgeous because they take so much pride in showing me everything you've curated there. I think, you know, store culture, staff culture, company culture is everything to me. I want the people who work for Onda to really feel like they're part of Onda and I want them to be happy and enjoy what they're doing and have passion around it. And I have to say, everyone who's come to us to work with us, or not everyone, but the majority has said, I really just want to work here. I feel like I'm supposed to work here. Whether they have an extensive knowledge of clean beauty or, like, for instance, one woman who started with us in the beginning just had such passion around it but knew nothing. She eventually wound up having to go but she became almost our educator. She learned so much because it was so interesting to her that she just went home, left here, left Onda every day and went home and studied and studied and studied. So having people work for us who really want to be there, who feel passionate about it, who feel that it's a mission they want to be a part of or a message they want to be a part of, I think that that energy in itself, when a customer comes in, it's palpable. It's transferable. Like you can, you feel that it's authentic. And I know that word authentic is so kind of overused right now, but it's true. I think our lives have become so hectic. We're available all the time. We're constantly intertwined with technology. So to come in and just, you know, have an experience that feels connected to another person where you feel that person is not only being honest, but sharing their passion and their truth with you is desirable for many it is for me so true it is for me as well i love that that's your mission and how you run your business is bar none very top level and top notch and i applaud you for doing such beautiful work thank you and it's you know mutual respect mutual support and i always say we all make mistakes it's how you react and respond to those mistakes is what makes it different and so we all try to kind of like own what we do well and own what we don't do well and no egos involved, please. <laughs> yeah, I you know I always tell it to my team. Like Chilito and I travel a lot and have to do a lot of meetings with our brands and stuff. And I always say we celebrate our successes and we celebrate our failures because those failures teach us how to become more successful. Exactly. Exactly. And he wanted to know why I was like, oh, this was the worst meeting ever. Let's go have caviar and champagne. I don't care. And he's like, why? He's like, oh, that was a terrible meeting. We're not doing a meeting like that again. We're just going to go celebrate, discuss what we're going to do next and get over it. Yeah. You got to kind of take the nuggets of knowledge that learned from these moments and how to maybe make it different next time and move on. Life's too short. It is too short. And I love that you take risks and you're not scared. I'm the same way. What sign are you? Sagittarius. Oh, I love Sagittarius. I'm a Leo, so we get along. We're very well. Yes. Oh, you're a Leo. Okay. I can yes. see that. 
I wanted to ask the Sagittarius in you, like, what do you have in your beauty cabinet? What are you using right now, currently, out of your arsenal of beauty products? What are your favorites? Yeah, so this is something I wanted to bring up. So one of your brands, which I'm just really loving right now, and I was going to mention this before, is Wonder Valley. And Wonder Valley has a beautiful cleansing oil. And bringing Wonder Valley on, I just want to talk about this for a minute. It has such incredibly beautiful, unique packaging that I was so drawn to, like right away when I saw it. And I feel like it's a very special brand just from first glance. But then this cleansing oil is super special. So I love that when you use it, you add water and it immediately sort of emulsifies and becomes really milky and just like clears away all the debris, all the everything, and then still leaves your skin feeling so just soft and healthy and radiant and clean. And actually now all our estheticians are crazy about it too. That's one product I'm using. I actually love the bar soap too. I haven't used a bar soap in a long time and now I'm using the Wonder Valley bar soap. And I also, I use a vitamin C every day. I switch back and forth between Marie Veronique and Beauty Counter. Right now I'm using Beauty Counter for summer. I use a lot of serums, I'm not going to lie. So there is a, a new brand that we're stocking called Symbiome. And there they have this incredibly result-driven active serum called The Answer, which is a stem cell serum that I swear has reduced the appearance, I'll say the appearance of I'd say like almost 50% of the lines on my face and I'm 53 so you know I'm looking for that's what I'm looking for I'm looking for that too (laughs) yeah like how to keep my face looking you know I don't want to not look my age but I want to keep it the best version of me and and as youthful as possible so the answer has been something that I'm pretty addicted to and I use twice a day in the non-summer seasons I use a retinol every night a safe retinol from Marie Veronique. It's a gentle retinol serum. And then I tend to switch up. I'm not really a cream user. I think that face oils are more beneficial as they absorb into your skin more than a cream. And they generally have a lot more benefits. And also oil combats oil. So I always tell people, you know, if you have oily skin or you break out, finding the right oil cleanser or face oil for you is probably the way to go, even though it feels counterintuitive because the oil is going to wind up balancing your skin and delivering what your skin's really looking for. So yeah, those are some things that I use. I mean, I can't give you all my secrets. <laughs> no, I love all, I love these secrets. And I love that you're a big fan of the Wonder Valley cleansing oil. Because when I met Allison and Jay, they had gifted me the whole range before we started working with them, like a few of the products that they had already out. And when I tried that cleanser, I was just like blown away. And I come from the world of I'm oily. I'm half Cuban, half Sicilian. So I'm like combination olive skin. And I've always need to use oil on my oily combination skin. So I first was introduced to like an oil cleanser when I started working at Barney's, which was our Shuomora oil cleanser. And then I could never find an all natural alternative. And even though I was working with all natural brands. And so when I tried this, I just put it all over my face and then I started using it in the shower on my decollete and shoulders. And now I, it's like, I can't get enough of that cleanser. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Yeah. I definitely have favorite. Another one of my favorites is the ingredients wellness body oil. I love that. Oh, so good. I told them I need them to make me a bigger bottle. They do need to make a bigger bottle. 
but I did um, the plant mist saved my life when the AC, I don't know if you saw my post, the plant mist, I kept it in the car and it was literally saving my whole life because our AC in our car broke. <laughs> and that just kept me feeling sane and refreshed. And I think I went through bottles of it. So yeah, it just, just shows you how some of these things can really make the little moments in life like that much better. Larissa, now we're going to jump into some rapid fire questions. So Larissa, living in a Larissa Thompson world. In a scale from one to 10, how good are your keeping secrets? 10. Oh, I love that. Your first celebrity crush? Johnny Depp. I love it. Lipstick or mascara? Lipstick. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Bath or shower? Oof. Both. <laughs> I know. I'm like a 50-50 on that one. Dawn or dusk? Oh, dusk. I can't get up that early in the morning, but I love both. Biggest beauty mistake? Trying to, when I was younger, trying to strip my skin, thinking that by stripping my skin with all these chemicals, I was doing myself a favor. What was your first job? In New York City, I worked at like an artisanal kind of pasta and cheese shop. Delish. Last but not least, what is your favorite vacation spot? Well, it just recently changed from Tulum, unfortunately, to Kauai, to Hanalei Bay in Hawaii. It's on my list. I've never, I've, I've only been to Maui, but I've always wanted to go to Kauai, so. But more locally, I would say Shelter Island, which I'm, it's my happy place and more local. We go there every summer. So Shelter Island and Kauai. Beautiful. Okay, I'm going to ask one last one. Who is your beauty icon? Oh, God, you know, weirdly, I've never really thought about that. I love Charlotte Rampling. Oh, Beautiful. Catherine Deneuve, Charlotte Rampling. Oh, I love um, Lauren Hutton. I love the natural beauty with the imperfections. I think the, the little imperfections make us that much more beautiful. I find that's where the sex appeal comes from. I find someone that can run with their imperfections and just like, I always find that more beautiful than anything else. I just like trying to get rid of those imperfections just ruins everything. Yeah, why would we all want to look the same? It makes us who we are. Exactly. Last but not least, I wanted to find out if you can give any words to advice to any entrepreneur starting out or changing their career since you did back in 2014, what would you recommend? What is your words of advice to them? You know, I feel that we, and I read a lot about this topic, I feel that we all get too stuck in our heads and what our minds are telling us because our thoughts are not who we are. And fear is just something we're all battling on some level. And fear is what keeps us from moving forward. And I think if we can move beyond the fear and just, I call it jumping into the ring of fire. If something is pulling you and you see the signs and you feel the passion and you want to do it, but fear is keeping you from doing it, you got to hold your breath, close your eyes and just jump in and trust that if you intuitively feel it's right, you know you want to do it. You feel the passion around it, that it's going to happen. And try to minimize the fear. Do whatever you have to to get rid of fear because I'm telling you that it keeps us all back. What a perfect, I was like, that's the perfect way to end because, you know, as an entrepreneur, the fear is what always slows me down. And, and also just always thinking the worst could happen. And you know what? That's the other thing. Stay in the moment. Try not to go too far ahead because like when creating Onda, 
I took it not just one week at a time or one day at a time, literally one minute at a time, one hour at a time. And before you know, you'll turn around and it's been a year and you've come so far. Stay true to yourself. Be authentic to who you are. Larissa, where can our listeners find you? Where can they find you on social media? Yeah, so you can follow us on Instagram. It's at Onda Beauty, O-N-D-A Beauty. Or you can go on our website, which is ondabeauty.com. And Onda is O-N-D-A again. And if you want to send us a message, there's always hello at ondabeauty.com. Thank you, Larissa. What a beautiful conversation today. And I'm so glad you were one of our guests. And thank you. I look forward to coming to New York and seeing you very soon. Okay, good. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. I enjoyed it very much, too. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can follow us at Materie, M-A-T-E-R-I-A-E on Instagram. That's again, M-A-T-E-R-I-A-E on Instagram. Or you can follow us on Materie.com, M-A-T-E-R-I-A-E.com. Or you can follow me at David Product, P-I-R-R-O-T-T-A. Thank you.